welcome to the first podcast ever for the Epic of Dreams podcast. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, on this podcast, we're going to have two separate types of content. Um, the first type of content that we're actually going to dive into tonight is our actual play saga, which is called uh, Three Scald Saga. All right. Or wait, I'm there's, just going to... There's three. You're promising, uh, you're promising us three skulls. Yeah. I just want to clarify that. Skulls, yes. I'm going to be looking for these. All well, skulls Well, the best on. part about it is that uh, you you are one of them, actually. Oh, so one let's of the introduce three? each oh, yeah, of the skulls. You're each a skull. Oh. Skull. Oh, we're the duh. three skulls. Yeah. We don't have to find... I thought you were announcing the adventure, like, preface. Well, I mean, it's not like I won't All use right, that cool. ammo for later. Right. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So... Uh, first, right? Yeah, I guess. Right? I am Drew Cochran, the creator of the Epic of Dreams RPG. Um, these are my two great friends. I'll let them introduce themselves. I'm uh, Jake Carlini, and I, uh, I'm, just, I'm just some dude, man. He came yeah. here to rep Kohi. I came that's, here to rep that's, Kohi. That's, that's why I'm here. It's what it, life is really about, boy. right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you were, you, you've talked with Drew a little bit about this as he's been developing it. Oh, uh, right? yes. Yeah. Jake is actually a several, beta tester. He, he played as Several a, times. Okay, yes. so, so you're a beta dwarf. tester. I was so here. you're coming in with experience a where I have none. You have experience as well. You're a okay. cheater. That's not... Uh, uh, actually, I was like... We had like a scene and a half on Facebook Messenger. Okay. We did, we did. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if uh, it was the first time ever playing it, but I remember it was this exact room. Yeah. And I... Uh, there's like seven people. You, you, yeah. It was, it was, it was a great time. You made me, you made me a dwarf. You created, <laughs> you created my character for me, and you made me a thieving dwarf. I, I don't and remember I, if uh, I felt attacked. A thieving dwarf. Thieving dwarf. I was a thief. And Is that a dwarf. what you think of Jake? Right. Really here? <laughs> no. <laughs> Apparently, okay. he he made me the most disgusting, despicable character possible. I'm pretty sure we had like Gross. pre-gens, and then you picked that one because you were the last one to show up. <laughs> Probably. Happens. I, I got. I picked the short straw or something. Um, All right. Yeah. But so then our third skull. Uh, third skull. Kevin Miner. I've also been working with Drew on this on um, and off as the game's been developing. It's yeah. been a really awesome process. And as soon as he gave me the opportunity to come in here and play, I didn't even ask him who else was playing. I didn't ask what we were doing. <laughs> I just said yeah. Had he known? Um, had he known he, who else was playing? I would have said a double d- yes. It would have put a different. <laughs> I would have said double yes. <laughs> you mean um, that thieving dwarf? Not so many yes. Uh, but yeah, so it's. I'm really excited to see how this goes, man. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. How about um, let's. <clears throat> we will kind of discuss yes. how the Epic of Dreams works, and we'll do it in kind of a Q and A format because, as we've uh, talked about, both of these gents, even though they've tasted of what the Epic can do, um, it's been somewhat tangential and inside of the chaos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, we're we're noobs. We're gonna, we're yeah. playing this as noobs. Indeed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and you're the pro, and you're gonna help us noobs to figure out exactly what it is we're doing. Yeah. So and let's by explain. that helping them. Exactly. Okay. The viewers at home. Mm-hmm. Jake, would you like to pick up the tome and display it to the silly little um, camera? Yes, I will. This is the tome. <clears throat> All right. So the Epic of Dreams is a diceless role playing game mm-hmm. where um, instead of using dice to make your rolls as you would in D&D or anything else. You try to match numbers or evade um, numbers when you're being attacked. And how it works is uh, the DM called the Singer of Tales inside of this vernacular um, has a hidden number 
that they have in their head with a modifier on it called reach that adds to that hidden number in a clockwise fashion. <clears throat> if the hero um, guesses any of the numbers that the singer is thinking of, um, the hero also has reach on their check as well, um, then they succeed at the task at hand. And the reason why the mechanic is made in this way is because you can instantaneously resolve different um, junctures of risk, right? Mm -hmm. And because you don't need to rifle through character sheets to try and figure out, oh, what does this skill do? How does this spell work? Blah, blah, blah. You yep. open the book, you close the book, you open the book again. It, it detracts from the momentum of role play. Yep. You know? So we really kind of cut the fat away such that you can actually just play the game when you learn how to play the game without any dice, without any character sheets, without even the book. Now, if if you did like let's say like you're you're in a group and you guys are kind of used to like having some figurines and characters. Sheets, yeah, yeah. Right? You could still do that to you spice absolutely. it up. Absolutely. Okay. Mm. Yeah, you can yeah. use whatever gadgets you want yeah. to play it. And and as the singer, as our singer, mm. you your job is basically to like pick that number, know the reach, and then we're going to throw the number at you and you're going to be like all right, cool. You did a great job, or you suck, dude. Like, right? That <laughs> well, uh, that's a bit of it. My okay. job as a singer is actually to serve both uh, the hero players and also the third player who is with us. That is not, or the fourth player, right? I guess I'm a person too. Well, you're, yeah, you could be the third, right? <laughs> yes, but I guess I meant the third entity who okay. is with us, which is the muse. And okay. the muse is a character that exists outside of the game that directly influences uh, the rules and how the quote-unquote dice uh, fall. Yeah. And, um, yes, the muse is the, the characterized rules itself. Okay, so the, the rule book itself is the incarnate muse. is like the basically like a god that we're calling the muse. Yes, yeah. you could call it that. It's very much in um, the Hom Homeric sense. Okay. And the cool thing about this system from like a design standpoint is any singer can bring whatever muse they would like to to the table. If I wanted to have, per se, something silly like um, Roger Rabbit be my muse, it would affect how um, content creation during the improvisational parts of um, the game take place and how different dice, quote-unquote, again, fall. Okay. Um, cool. So, like, so you're gonna pick a muse yep. in your head, mm -hmm. and that's kind of here. Do, are we gonna know as players or as characters in the game who the um, muse is? Or your your is heroes that not necessary. Your heroes in the game will not know who the muse is because it, it isn't necessary. Well, but I will announce who the muse is for the sake of uh, the characters or the characters, <laughs> the people at home who are you. Okay. And. Can that change session to session? Or is that like, once you've got it, it's like, the muse is set, man. There isn't really rules around it. Like, okay. if you were, um, like, yeah, you can definitely have several muses, I would say. Yeah. Um, and you could kind of rotate them, depending mm -hmm. on how you're feeling. Or, or, like, combine them. Exactly, yeah. So, the, the cool thing about it is, like, you know how the forever DMs, they're always like, oh, I, I want to have a PC of my own. You know, always. Um, so this allows them to kind of I know exactly have that, and then also not do the 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 terrible thing, which is known as DM PC, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, it's cool too because it affects how the plot changes, and it also affects the tone of the game as it unfolds. Okay. So um, tonight, my muse will be 
Cao Cao, Lord of Wei, from Chinese history. Okay. He uh, tried to unite all of China together. Okay. Do we need Do we need any info? Um, um, no, but I will describe him to you. He is cunning. Okay. He is a man who is true to himself. Mm-hmm. Um, he was at one time the villain of all of China. Um, oh, wow. He stood against <clears throat> those who would try to preserve the Han Dynasty which was 400 years old and very much dying out. Okay. And he sort of took it for himself, and he was uh, hes a very brilliant man. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a very cruel man at times. Sometimes he was also still very much uh, a friend to even those who would be his greatest enemies. But um, Cao Cao very much admires uh, cunning and wit. Okay. So. Cool. Yeah. All right. I have neither of those, so it's going to be great, really. It's going to be awesome. Well, that's the best part um, about role-playing, though, not, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah not, <laughs> you can pretend you have any of those. I will. I will role-play Cunning and Wit. Yeah. That's, a, that's actually going to be my character name. Cunning and Wit. Could be. Uh, no, no, you no, be Cunning no. and I'll be Wit. Okay. All right. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, so, any questions about the game? I think that's that's pretty good. We're probably going to learn the most by just playing it, right? Um, yeah. Um... So, the other kind of selling points, if you will, the major mechanics of the game that we're going to learn about right now as we go into character creation, is that in order to play the game, you only really need to remember three different things about your character. Um, and those things are? Those things are your level, okay. your order class, which okay. is a stat based on size or uh, spiritual might, right? Okay. So, like, if you're a ghost and you're, like, um, the... As, as strong as a ghost could be, and it was comparable in strength to, like, a bear, your order class would be three. Okay. But if you were, like, the ghost of a human, um, your order class would be two. Okay. If that makes sense. What if you're the tiniest ghost? You would be order class zero. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So there's a zero. For there's this. a zero. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And that means, like, you're you're not moving anything, or, like... Um, like what, is, what does order class mean? So order class is sort of a uh, symbolic thing, because... There's so many different ways that role-playing games try to um, understand and quantify different measures, right? So we've taken a very, uh, instead of the explicit approach, we kind of have this very implicit and implied approach because that allows us to keep the momentum rolling inside of the drama and the escalation and all these things. Which is what this is all about. Yeah. Momentum. If you were to think about this system, like, let's say... um, 3.5 3.5 Dungeons and Dragons. Yep. They tried in their design that. to execute a system where they describe the pattern of the lightning and they use each of those little rigid um, divots of energy to sort of describe the conversation of the mm-hmm. game that they want to have. Okay. With the Epic of Dreams, we instead take the approach of the thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, we describe the atmosphere, what's going on, and um, mm-hmm. what you can do inside of this this birth, this mm-hmm. range, instead of saying you can explicitly do X, Y, and Z. <laughs> in Pathfinder, there is um, this subclass for a fighter where if you take that subclass, you can then half-hand a spear. And the reason why that's important mm-hmm. is because inside of their grid system, um, you can only attack in 10-foot square range. You can't um, just attack inside of the, the bordering range, which is the five-foot square. Yeah, okay. So mechanically, it's very important for that to take place, mm-hmm. but inside of reality and, like, historical yeah. tropes and stuff, yeah. like, people 
people use spears in every single way that they could all the time and it was a pretty simple weapon to to maneuver yeah it's not like uh someone in real life would pick up a spear and be like i need to learn how to half hand this and then spend yeah. 10 levels yeah trying you wouldn't to get you to do figure that, that out you, yeah. didn't, you didn't spend 10 levels in real life doing that yeah you could you, yeah. you would you would just you learn that technique with within it. Yeah. a day okay yeah cool um, so so then with our order class mm. the okay so that that ends up that's just kind of representative of it's mostly representative of your race Okay, perfect. So if you're a humanoid, if you walk on two legs and you stand somewhere around six feet tall, <laughs> um, then your order class will be two. Okay. And that is the order of the wolf. Okay. And that will Great. remain the same throughout the whole game mm-hmm. um, unless you get polymorphed into something. And then that'll like definitely, that affects how we interact with other things physically, mm-hmm. right? Yes. But <clears throat> not necessarily in like a like psychic or... Oh, it affects that as well. That too? Okay, mm-hmm. perfect. Great. Yeah, so... I look forward to seeing how it affects that. Oh, yeah. So, so... So we've got level. Level. Order class. Order class. What's the third? The third is your story. Okay. So, um, tell me about your favorite character that you've ever played as. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Hard question, no, right? No, 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 no. I definitely have him. Uh, and he pops into, like, every game I ever play. Uh, I... When I was improvising D&D... Mm. During, uh, I used to work in a restaurant and we would pretend play D&D. Like we had a DM who was oh, there yeah. and like, I he, love he, he would just make, kind of like this, he would actually like make up, he would do calculations in his head. You need to find um, that guy so we can play. Oh, game he's great. He sounds yeah. like a perfect I'll candidate. Call him up. To, uh, um, <laughs> yeah. I made up a character that I named Alejandro the Fantastic. Boom. And I based him off of Sterling Archer mm. from uh, TV's Archer. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, he, his, his catchphrase is, die demon spawn. Uh, <laughs> he thinks he's a bard, but he's horrible at playing music and has no magical abilities. Very great. Uh, he's actually a fighter, although he thinks he's a bard, at, but is really good at like slaying things. Just doesn't really pay attention to it. Could he summon ants? No, no, no. I wish he could. That's how you get it. I wish he could. I, I feel like if ants were summoned, he would believe that someone had summoned them. Right? Yeah, yeah. He would be like, um, did you do this? Yeah, yeah. He no, would he definitely. He would point at whoever had food. Right. Uh, but no, he was he was my favorite, and he so you know he's human humanoid, two feet. He would be order class of the wolf. Order class two. But then his his story was just kind of that, he he always wanted to be a bard and he's going around trying to sing of the great deeds he'd done so he was always trying to accomplish something that leads into my next question what was the greatest deed that he had ever done uh by the time we were done playing in that campaign he had slayed a couple of these like like i guess hag mothers of the blood moon coven very fun he was pretty proud of that he would sing about it a lot so awesome who wouldn't be so the the funny thing about that is how you gain levels inside of this game is by earning titles of renown. Okay. So you have to do these very heroic feats that people would remember you for. So it's almost like you don't level up without a boss fight. Um, if you want to, you know. Okay. <laughs> Mini boss fight? <laughs> well, there's also an experience uh, system in place as well, and we'll okay. get into that. But okay. it's very much like a milestone um, of organic progression. But the cool thing about that is, is that even with just the information you've given me, um, we could easily port in your Alejandro the uh, it's Alejandro. It's Alejandro. Alejandro. And he corrects people all the time. A L apostrophe J. Not Ale, but everyone calls him Alejandro. Alejandro. 
So he's always correcting people. I love that you know, about I, that character. I know you said he was based off of Archer, but I'm starting to think he might be based off Kevin Minor. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. He definitely was a little bit of me. And, right. Yeah. So then the reason why I bring that up with Alejandro... Thank you. ...is because um, it's your favorite character, right? Oh, yeah. I love him. You've had so many memories with him. So many. Right. You know him like the back of your hand. Always. So in this game... Um, we've boiled down the numerics of how things work mm -hmm. so that if you are playing your favorite character, you'll remember all of those things because that is the third core. That is the story. The story. So as long as you remember your order class, which is what? Uh, your, your, your spiritual, psychic, physical size. Yes. So it's two. It's two. Two for him. And, um. Order class of the wolf. Yes. Because oh. you told me of one major deed that he has done. I'll say that he's level two because you got to start at level right one. Right off the right? bat. Yeah. Okay. So then you know that, um, what's your level? Two. What's your order class? Uh, two. And who are you? Alejandro. That's all you need to play. There you go. Yeah. Wow. That's, it's that easy. I'm also going to be Alejandro. Okay. <laughs> Twins. 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 Yeah. Cunning and wit. Yeah. Cunning and wit. <laughs> um, do uh, we have any other questions before we get into character creation? Um... I, I don't I think we're gonna answer all the questions because yeah, all my I questions think, are about this sheet. I think I do have questions, but I'm going to hold them because I know they'll probably be answered shortly. Okay. All right. If, yeah. if they are not answered, then I will yell at you. So awesome. We'll be all set. Um. So this is gonna be a little interesting. I think we'll, what we'll have to do is sort of focus in on one person's character and finish them up. Okay. And then do the next person's character. Okay. But um, inside of this experience, what we'll have to happen is that we're going to role play through some of these founding um, experiences, right? And what this is about is sort of creating those memories that build that story that leads up to who this hero that we're dreaming is, right? It's almost like a like a like a preemptive flashback sequence. Exactly. Okay. And just like we were talking about before, you have so many memories with Alejandro. So many. And they're just That's in your right. head, and you can draw upon them. And Love him. Because of that, you know who he is, and he's with you. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. So we're sort of um, artificially building that up in the session zero. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, great. Um, I think before we create characters, we, we need to know what kind of a world you have in mind for these characters to be in. That's going to help me. Sure. You know, to make up. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't know who I want to be until I know the world around me, right? Indeed. You know? a little nature, a little nurture. So, uh, the world that we're playing in is um, of this setting that we're going to be releasing in probably like four years or so so this is like super super deep teaser DL. don't um, tell anybody yeah people listening and watching listeners don't tell anyone on the dl on the dl it publicly on the dl even your grandmother um but you've actually played inside this world before kevin minor oh, actually chat. both of you have yeah the is, this, yeah. is this the one we did Last time when I was uh, this world's apartment. brutal. No, we're not in New York City. Oh, no. oh, that was in New York City. <laughs> yeah, That's such a long time. This this world's brutal. Yeah, yeah. We're playing inside of uh, the world without skies. Okay. That which lays beneath all things. Okay. Its proper name, if it is to be known, um, which is known by few, is Well Nosk. Okay. Um, and what this place is is sort of this underground underworld. Oh, yeah. where there are these um, portals that look like gigantic black eyes mm -hmm. that people will fall into from any mm -hmm. other world that mm -hmm. does have, you know, sky, beauty, okay. some semblance of 
uh, piece. <laughs> and they these portals sort of trap them in, and these wanderers, as they're called, cannot leave okay. this place. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and there's a vast amount of conflict and ecology and stuff inside of the world. Okay. Um, so, But the cool thing about it is that it allows us to either have you start as a character who is somewhat of a native, mm-hmm. or you can come in as one of these wanderers, and this wanderer can come from any sort of realm that is familiar or desired. So okay. you could play as, um, you know, Legolas's cousin, Maylee. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or you could play as Kermit the Frog if you wanted to. Okay. Oh, bring him back. Yeah, that's who I played as last time. Kermit the Frog. I saved Daredevil and Spider-Man. As Kermit the Frog. As Kermit. All right. Okay, so we're in Wellnosk. What? Um. What's What's the political climate of Wellnosk? It's shrouded in mystery at this point. Okay. There are several different monarchs. Okay. Um, and they are fighting against these entities known as the Fathers. And okay. amidst their struggle, um, there's this third force, and these are called witches. These are um, daughters of Serapis, is her name. Okay. And and they are sort of um, these, these magical women who are made of um, confusion and this okay. uh, dubious force, things that like trick fate itself. Okay. So they're very anomalous. Do they have like a physical form? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. They're very individualized. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. And we'll, uh, I'm not going to ask about them because I assume we'll, we'll come across them at some point or another. I mean, right? if you're... We don't want to? If you're unlucky. Oh, we don't want to come... Okay. Um, okay. Uh, so where would we be start? Where would our two characters be starting? In What's our geographic point of origin for this story? So, Singer. Um, we could have it start when... The both of you just arrive, yeah, and we could I, say... I'm down with that, if you're down with that. I was thinking that, because he said, shrouded in mystery, and I figure nothing's more mysterious than a world you fell into. Yeah. Right. If you're down with that. Right, yeah. Oh, dude. Falling from the knots, guys. Yeah. I'm all about. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's fall. Very okay. good. So, oh. does this mean that you both came from the same world? Uh, do you want to be from the same world? We could be from separate worlds, and Let's find say, each other, oh, and use no. our knowledge from our own worlds. I've got I've got we, we should be from alternate versions of the same world. Are we the but same like, person? But we don't know. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Or do you want to be the same person? But different I mean, it names. Would be cool. It'd be cool. If uh, we we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. If we were completely different because we were alternate universes let's, of each other. Okay, let's create them. And then we'll see if, if it's matching up. Maybe, <clears throat> right. maybe he'll... I'll let, I'll, we'll let Drew decide if we're the same person. But let's right. create our characters as alternate dimension like alternate versions same world yeah okay right? so like you're, you're in <laughs> mine's my uh, here I'll, I'll throw same this universe same universe different dimension different dimension yeah like sounds good like you're here I'm here like one yin and yang you know almost we don't have to be opposites but right. you know like we're getting I'm, on I'm some, thinking, some kingdom hearts shit yeah I'm, th- I'm thinking, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, thinking yeah, I'm thinking yeah, yeah like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, you pop in you're like whoa you you kind of look like this guy that I know but with red hair and I'm like Right. You kind of look like this guy that I know, but with black hair. Yeah, like, so let's yeah. make it like the sepia filter. On yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah. So um, let's make it uh, interesting. Earth, and let's say that each of you has a moment in time where either one of you betrayed the other, or 
uh, one of you did something to the other that you would expect them to have this different reaction towards, but because you were in different timelines, it didn't actually take place. Okay. So then you have these relationship dynamics where you're looking for the, the resolution of this one thing, but they're completely oblivious to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're both looking for resolution in different ways. Yes. So then... In, in relation order, to each other. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing, uh, just like taking it back a second, yeah. um, a lot of the character creation bit is really just a, a conversation where I am asking these prompting questions that okay. informs. Right. Um, and then we do the, the role play vignettes, okay. as it were. Do you want to go first? You want to make your character? Drew can help you, and then I'll... I'll well, let's, let's figure out... We're going to sort of do it together Okay. Yeah. Um, at first. So we're going to get the, the, the name and your titles down. And then okay. after that, then we'll dive into one person's story. And when we do the roleplay vignettes, whoever is not the active, like, these are your memories, um, the other player will help me with the NPCs as they are. Mm-hmm. Sound good? Mm-hmm. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Yes. So what world were both of you from? Uh, I'm, I, I want to say Earth. Like, I want to say, even not this version, like, both of us are from alternate versions of Earth that are different than this one, right? Right. But we're from our own versions, too. Right. Let's say that we're from Mythic Earth. Okay, Mythic. Okay. From, um, an age prior to modernity. Okay. Because what that allows us to do also is, like, pull so much stuff from the rulebook. Like, I have so many magic systems and spells in here and, yeah. and everything that'll make sense. Yeah. Sound good? Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So, um, what culture empire are you thinking? You know, what was really fun the Mongols. Uh, you know, yeah, I'll go with the Mongols. Yeah. So you Let's don't do have it. to be Mongols. You could be one of the cities where the Mongols invaded, or something yeah. like that. But um, yeah, throw me ideas. What do you guys think? Um, I I'm thinking I'm gonna go. Here's what I'm saying. I'm gonna go way out there. I'm not even go gonna, way out there. I'm not even gonna say. I was thinking already, like, off the bat, like, before I even get a solidified version of what form of Earth I'm from or what type of history it has, I'm just going to, like, come up with my character as we're prompting this apart from, like, where and when. Kind of just, like, give him the name first and kind of get an idea of who he is, you know? Sure, yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. Um, So, what is your name? Uh, I I wanted him in Bicam. Bicam? Bicam. Like, B, B, I. B, I. B, I. Yeah. Uh, H. Okay. C, A, M, M. Bicam. Okay. Yeah. So how about this? What if the, that you're on like the, the super alternate reality earth? Do you, do you like that name? No, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. And then you are from a more earth that's like kind of like our history earth. Okay. So like, you know, sort of like the comedy dynamic where the, you have the straight guy and the crap guy. Okay. Right, except it's, it's dimensions. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Because um, then we have some form of reference to um, normal inside of these vastly differing sorts of abnormal. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Because we're because yeah because we're taking all of this and we're throwing it in, into even weirder waters. If right. that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Um. So, by cam. cam. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my 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 Smash Bros title. I'm gonna go with Yaku. 
Perfect. Just, oh, I like that. It's just this is good. good name. That's cooler than mine. It's just my name, except instead of an E at the end, it's a U. It's just it's so it's like Jock Jocku, oh, but it's Jocku. Oh, it's soft J. So, yeah, soft it's J. a soft J. Soft J. So okay. does this mean that um I mean etymologically that you're perhaps from the Middle East in some form? Perhaps a Persian placement? Well, I, like, I could I, like I could be the Prince of Persia himself. Like he could be. Could be, but very fun. Maybe not. We'll, we'll let you're, you're, you're from you're from that area. Are you cool with that? Yes. Okay. I'm totally fine with being from the sands okay. of Sandyland. Okay. Your Baghdad was actually lit like for for a really a long, long time. time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess okay. I guess they had I'm like Baghdad. apples and genies and booze except you weren't supposed to drink it. Definitely sounds like where I'm from. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so Let's you're from that. Baghdad. Let's say that. All right. I'm from oh, Baghdad. Yeah. Me too. This, this is great. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Um so what were you in Baghdad? Um I so Hold was... on. I got to pull up when the Mongol attacks happened. I was a thieving dwarf as <laughs> Stop it. You get out of here. Uh, I just have so much residual Angry oh, dude, dude, you them. you were uh, you, you I want to be like be, Aladdin, kind of like I'm a, you know, like so you're a thief. street rat. You're still a thief. <laughs> <laughs> you're still a thief. You brought this upon yourself. No. <laughs> I want to be a thief, but not a thieving dwarf. <laughs> no, okay. what you I guess do? you know what? Yeah, throw me in Aladdin's shoes. I got. I'm just like. Let's say that you were a rickshaw driver and then a thief. Are they really drivers? You're well. I mean, you're driving. <laughs> the runners. You're driving. Yeah, you're a rickshaw runner. Yeah. Cool with that? So yeah. So I'm like really. That fast, means you're fit. Really fast with the rickshaw. And yeah. As soon as I drop the weight of that rickshaw, I'm oh, like super speed. You so, fit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So um, I was a poor boy rickshaw driver, who street rat. There's gotta be a better word for that, right? <laughs> a rickshaw, rickshaw driver. Or a rickshaw dronaut. Uh. I mean, I, like historically. I don't think there's a name for that. I think I think it, they I think they're considered part of the rickshaw. Yeah, like I, th- I think yeah, rickshaw like, like, includes like horse the buggy person, is just yeah. guy in rickshaw. Like without the guy, it's just like a shaw. box with wheels. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's just like a cart. Without You're the Rick, and, and that's the shop. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm Rick. I'm Rick, and this is my this cart. This is my shop. Uh, rickshaw. Fun fact: etymology origin. Bleh. Rickshaw originates from the Japanese word jinrikisha. Jinrikisha. Jin means human. Human. Also, Negan. Oh, Ricky. So, Rick is the human, and oh, you're Shaw the, is you're, the vehicle. You were power vehicle? Oh, that's <laughs> that's Ricky, absolutely. Ricky means power, and Shaw means vehicle. You're a power vehicle. I'm that's what you are. Ve- I'm a transformer, vehicle. transformer of yeah. Baghdad. Oh, I'm man. a power vehicle. I like that a lot. That's Ro- cool. Power vehicles in disguise. You are a power vehicle. <laughs> you're a... I was a transformer. The first, first transformer ever. Ever. <laughs> and then the Mongols attacked. And then the Mongols attacked. And they took out my cube. Yes. So I'm gonna say that. Um, I don't know much about transformers. Your title either. will be. So wait. Power vehicle. Um. We'll say. So there's a word for it. It's called porter. P o r t e r. Is that that's are, my title right here? Yes. Porter. Porter, okay. and then you could either say street rat or any sort of thing that sort of um, coalesces with uh, the vagabond, vagabond. archetype. Yeah, vagabond. Vagabond. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be a vagabond. It just sounds cooler than street rat. It does know? sound cooler than street rat. And um, is that like a didn't match the Disney Disney slash song, vagabond? No, it's just a different title. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So write it down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Do it. 
How do you spell Vagabond? V-A-G-A-B-O-N-D. Okay, that's exactly, exactly how, how it sounds. Was, was so many fun like facts. Vagabond, you know, Vagabond. Vagabond is just one of those words you don't use every day. So. Yep. And then you're also a human. That's a title. Okay. Because others will know you as a human. Okay. Um, we're going to start everybody at level uh, three so that you don't oh, like, like die really okay, fast. Cool. Because we're like a v- <laughs> the smidgen, we have a we draw a little bit from the old school Renaissance where mm-hmm. um, lethality is pretty high. Okay. Um. So yeah, level three. So that means that you've done two pretty cool things. Um. You know. Yeah, I mean, I I got a job at the rickshaw place. Well, that wouldn't grant you like a level, oh. right? Mm-hmm. So before we get into that though, um, who is, what's your name again? Uh, you know what? I'm a, I'm actually gonna change it because sure. his name's Yaku and it sounds cool. So I'm actually gonna change my name to Mushroom. Perfect. Like, That's really M-A-S-H-R-O-U. good. A S H R O U. Mushroom. And uh, okay, so here's here's what I want. Here's where okay. my lines go. Yeah, yeah. Go um, in. Alternate history of Baghdad. Mm-hmm. Uh, technology, like like let's say it oils there, right? Yeah. So. Here's what I'm thinking. They discovered it. Its uses. Maybe I, I don't know what kind of history you have to make up, but it's steampunk Baghdad. Okay. Oh. Same century. Sure. Steampunk. So then right? the Mongols invade steampunk Baghdad. The Mongols are the ones who have developed better steampunk technology. Okay. They got like, steampunk horses. Oh, they, they've got they're steampunk Gundams. Okay. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. All right. Like, so you're talking about like we put up, we put the Baghdad walls up, and they came in with like steampunk punches to knock them down. All right. And uh, and Mashru, in the midst of the first invasion, is just like, he's like, whoa, and falls into the gaps. Like, he, here here we are now in, um, what's the, what's the world called? Well... Wellnosk. Wellnosk. He falls into Wellnosk. No I, clue. I feel like I'm... I mean, you're gonna be a lot more disoriented in this place than me. Oh, 100%. Like, you're, like, yeah. you're like, yo, where's all my punk? Where's yeah. all my steam? Oh, 100%. And I'm like, this the is craziest not Here's the craziest part. my sand? Here's the craziest part. I, I want, if this is okay with you, I want a steampunk arm. Oh, absolutely. Oh, cool. Okay. He's got like one mechanical arm. Yeah, you got um, it, bud. And, and it's, it's uh, he was a, um, he was a prize fighter. In. Write it down. Okay. That's your first title. Okay. So. Uh, uh, next to human, obviously. Already, already way cooler than me. Prize. It's all right. We're not. We haven't even started your <laughs> you're story. You're so much cooler than it's me. It's okay. Kevin. I'm still a riffraff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you're, but you're one who can like fend for himself, dude. What, so before we. Do? No, no, I can't. <laughs> no, I can't. Before we... Someone's my boss. You know. He doesn't fend for himself. You know what he does? He's he a prize fighter. Dude. He fights. But someone's got to set up those fights. Yeah. It's not like you can just go fight people and get money for it. That's so money. I run my own business. Fight people I run my own get business. money. Okay. I, run, <laughs> I run my own business as a rickshaw guy, so we'll probably We're, work. It's going to yeah, work well. It's going to work out. Um, Be your new manager. So wait, hold on. Realize hold on. we are each other. Let's draw a magazine. Okay, what? Well, um, so I'm a prize fighter. I'm a hero. What hitter. is... So let's say that the relationship that you both have has the same dynamic, right? Okay. What is that relationship? Is it this business relationship that y'all are brainstorming off the cuff I feel here? Like, I feel like what's going to happen is I'm going to be the brains and you're going to be the brawn. Because you're... I mean, we'll see how it plays. You, you know, we'll see. see. I have an idea. I don't... You I ready? don't have to... You I ready? can be half brain. I mean, I'm not going to say... I can be right dumb. brain, you can be left brain. I'm how about this? Yeah. What if um, he sort of rigs your fights for you? I thought we were from different dimensions. Oh, oh, but... Yeah, but we're here now. Okay, all right. 
So that means that we. So I come the in. Same and let person. You beat me up. Oh wait, we're here already. <laughs> we've been here for a while. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying we've been here for a while, and he's rigging my fights. So let's in say that there's Wellnosk. No, no. Okay. I'm saying that inside of uh, Steampunk Baghdad. Okay. That you are a prize fighter. Okay. Right? I'm this, Yep. Yep. Here I am. And in Steampunk Baghdad, Yaku. Yaku is on the sidelines, sort of rigging your fights for you and helping you achieve your goal. And it also benefits him because he's obviously, you know, a vagabond. But then in his version, in, in your world, I'm a, I'm in, a cab driver, not a rickshaw. And well, in yeah. in your world, in my world, he is he is still this sort of gladiator archetype, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And then um, the same sort of dynamic happens. You help. I'm him. your client, right? Yeah, you drive me to my fights, right? But in then he world. also will do things like uh, poison uh, the food of the guy that you're fighting the day before. I'm a bad man. Whoa, you are a vagabond. I'm a bad man. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. yeah I gotta, okay. I gotta do survive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, um, we're it's running a, a wolf eat wolf world. If we we're speaking of order class. Yes. Indeed. We are, we are definitely running a, running a business. Okay. In both cool. Dimensions. Here. Wait. Okay. So I want three titles. He's got three titles. I've got prize fighter and human. What else? Well, these I? titles are, are like, like the same, right? Do I get another? Oh, yeah, no, does sure. like steampunk cyborg count as a title? Um, <laughs> I mean, are you human? You're more. I'm human. Cyborg. So, so I'm right cyborg. now we have the premise locked down for you. Okay. And then when we get into your, we'll get bit, more titles. Yeah. We'll, okay. Okay. Because when you we need to get you to level three, so you'll get two titles of renown. Is our order class two? Order class is two. Okay. Um. So order class three belongs to. The bear. So if you're the size of a bear, which is actually pretty big, or anything similar, like a manticore or an ox. Manticores are even bigger than bears. Depends right. on your the mythology. Bear, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, do you think Mashu is the size of a bear? No. Okay. Because he's a human. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So the, He's not like an abnormal yeah. human. Yeah, because the thing is with Order Class... It, he's not a giant. It's a very large gap. He's so not Goliath. Let me just run through these for you. Okay. Goliath would probably be Order Class 2. Still? Okay. Well, hold on. Let me just run through. So, Order Class 0 is a gnat. Order Class 1 is a raven. Okay. Order Class 2 is the wolf. Okay. Order Class 3 is the bear. Order, wolves get pretty big. Yes. Yeah. Order Class 4 is the elephant. Order Class 5 is the whale. Wow. Order class six is the seraphim. You can be six? There's something big. People are gonna be that big? That's crazy. Order class seven is God Himself. I wanna meet things that are in order class six as often as possible. So order class six is essentially any polytheistic god that did not create the entirety of the universe. Like Poseidon? Exactly. Yep. He might be here. Who knows? Exactly. So, anyways, drawing it back. So anyway, yeah, so the reason why I say that okay. is let's that's the kind of stuff that we're dealing okay, with. Okay, so let's review real quick. What do we got? We got Yaku. Yaku, you three. are a porter, a vagabond human. Order class two. Order class two. Okay. You gotta write two there, man. Oh, sorry. Um, and then Mashu, prize fighter, human, level three, order class two. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Um, let's move on. Indeed. So, Yaku, what... What do you it's want Yaku, most in life? Yaku. I'm sorry. <laughs> I haven't even started. I'm 116th Jewish and I can't pronounce a, 
hard J. Soft well, J? Soft J. <laughs> soft J, hard H. Did the you, basically did the you same. do 23 and me? Is that what happened there? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. Yaku. <laughs> yeah. Right, let's Yaku. Do let's do it. You could, you could throw one of the like the little things in there too if you wanted to. Just. Yaku. So Yaku, tell me about days. yourself. What? Yeah. Um. Are we doing dreams and ideals? Is that why you're saying? Is this like? Is this we're just like more about story. me? Just okay. like my backstory. A little is, bit. Yeah, we're gonna like, delve into things. Um, I would say I was. I want to hear. I was an orphan. My, uh, I don't know my parents. Mm-hmm. They dropped me off somewhere. Um, Why did they do that? I will never know. And you sure? That's that's what I mean. That's or one you of my think biggest. You'll I think you'll never know. My character does not know. That's one of my. That's one of my dreams. Is I wish to know why. Perfect. Write that down. Meet parents. Solve abandonment issues. <laughs> that's real. That's a thing. That's a dream. And it yeah, would be dope people... if my parents were gods. But. <laughs> okay, Peter Quill. See <laughs> you, Peter Quill. Right. All right. Um. So that's a good one. Um. Do you want me to get farther? Your, your parents yeah, kicked on. you out of well and you that. fell back in, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, they shot me up, and I was like, oh, no, "It's my destiny." All right. Alrighty. So. All right. What do we got? So you want to find your parents again inside of this bustling city of Baghdad. Yes. You're an orphan. Um, is this where you learned how to, you know, trick people to do what you want, to get what you need? Um, in Baghdad? I made it some, makes sense. I made some deals in my past with some uh, less than reputable characters. Was this while you were an orphan or while this you were... Is, this is while I was an orphan because I wasn't always... There, I left. I left the orphanage. Anyway. I would imagine that you were also trying to seek out um, a form adventure. of mentorship, right? Exactly. Like Acceptance. you were looking for a father figure. Right? I left. I left. I left where or I was mother. living <laughs> or because mother. because I also thought I could fend for myself. So, so um, the orphanage was it was it like run by an imam or was it part of a mom? It was an. It was an old. It was an old woman. Who had three older boys of her own, and they were like the older brothers. Awesome. Here's a story. Yeah, I lived with uh, I lived with, uh, the Brady's. Yeah. And, uh, oh yeah. Yeah. He the, didn't fit. The brothers. No, he didn't fit. No, because I was there. Wow, two, two families already. You've lost two families. It wasn't exactly the family. Start of the game. <laughs> it wasn't really a family. It was more so just a place to get food because. Okay. She had dozens of young children okay. in the same position. That her. makes me have a question. Um, were you resistant? Well, okay. Was she... She was obviously caring for you children, right? Were you resistant to her affections? Did she have emotional attachments to the children that she was caretaking for? Not so much. Okay. So she was sort of withheld. Perhaps this was her... Um, due diligence to Allah, right? To sort of, you know, alms to the kids. Um, hmm. That's good. So then you were searching for this, uh, this way to survive and you saw that it was a wolfy wolf world. So let's say that you came upon, um, we'll even just say like a pimp. Oh, yes. Okay. Sure. So then this pimp, um... What was his name? Something Arabic. Um, 
Jakan. Jakan. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Is it Jakan or, or Yakan? I don't care. You're Jakan. I'll he's let got, you guys call that. He's got the hard jet. Jakan. Okay. <laughs> so, Yakan. Jakan. Is this going to be a problem? We'll call the no. mic if we need to. He's just going <laughs> to alternate soft and hard J's. We're just going to have to deal with it. We're just going to have to deal with it. So, Yakan. <laughs> Stop it, you guys! It's fine, it's fine. Just go. Just keep so, going. let's say that he was very smooth-faced, right? Yeah. Um, but he was, even though he was very um, charming to both men and women, whoever he worked with, he had that kind of allure, right? That obviously helped him inside of his business. Um, his charisma checks were through the roof. Indeed. Yes. He was a very cold and cruel man. But perhaps... Um, I thought that was cool. It's you thought that... For a pen. Right. You thought that he was a person that you could model after. Yes. And inside of doing so, you would be able to become strong and not be at the whims of desolation, as it were. Yes. Um, yeah. Is there any sort of themes you'd like to riff off of that before we dive into the contents of your relationship with Yakan? Jokan. Jokan. It's oh Jokan. God, He's Yaku. Okay. Yes. Jokan. Okay. Yaku. Yes. Yaku. Jokan. All right. Sounds like a full name. That does sound like a full name. It sounds like yeah. a really sweet um, name. Wait, what I, if you took on his I took surname? on his name because I, I thought he was so cool. I, I feel like I feel like he's thinking of a theme that he wants you to say. <laughs> yes, I feel like you, what, what you was have the, an idea of yeah, one of, that you want him to All right, so I, I went from being just one of one of many children at a place. The woman didn't really she was just feeding us. That mm-hmm. was like her thing. That yep. was that was her in, in a way it was her being selfless, but also being selfish because she felt as though like she was doing it for them not mm-hmm. for, for for Allah not for us yeah. yeah so she didn't really have any love towards anyone she was just there to do what she thought she needed to do for it was fake so, love so it was a fake I was in a hor- fake horrible love. place mm-hmm. I I, I want to get out I'm on my own I find this guy he's you can't he's very charming yeah, he's, he's very he's brutal charming and he runs and a I, very good business and I just follow him around everywhere because he is awesome so because of Jakan, <laughs> um, being who he is, right? Yes. He obviously became very successful until um, the powers that be, the caliphs and whatnot, sort of drew attention to him and started approaching him. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, you, you know how uh, the Sopranos works, right? <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Uh, so let's say it's that kind of a scenario where he burns bright and you are able to become sort of his right-hand man throughout the course of this. Okay. Um, you're still very young, let's say 14. Mm-hmm. He trusts you with his life. You are able to um, learn how to run a business, learn how to talk to people. Um, so I think that one of your skills is manipulation, if you want to write it down in here. In here. Ooh. And then also bartering will be another one. Okay. Dude, um, you got skills already? Jesus. I mean, Allah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Manipulation, bartering. Um. So, inside of this bit, we're going to. So, so we're going to role play out um, the time when you saved. Or well, hold on. So the caliph came after Jakan, right? Okay. And his enterprise became sullied. Um, inside mm-hmm. of this moment, 
you survived and you were able to get away, but we don't know how that happened and how the consequences of what happened affected you. Okay. Um, so what we're going to do now is sort of role play out that scene where Ish goes down and you're going to play Jakan. Okay. You're going to play Yaku. I'm going to play the Caliph. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so, so we're going to start. You're shaking me down. Is that what's going on? Yeah. All right, cool. And we're going to figure out um, how Jakan goes down, mm-hmm. what happens to Yaku, and what the consequences of that final moment between the two of them okay. have on him. Yeah. Because a lot of different things could take place. Now, Jakan's being shaken down because he bribes the caliphs. Is that what's going on? Like um, The they're, caliph... They're like, you owe us is money? B- no. Or the caliph is, you know, like the religious um, ruler of oh, like what you do is wrong. Baghdad. Yeah, yeah. So he's finally sort of caught up to this and now he's out to dispense justice. Okay. Um so where does this go down? I, I would assume that it's at night. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's probably in Jakan's quarters, right? Like yeah, so <clears throat> his his little homestead. His meager space mm-hmm. in which he lives. So Jakan would have his own quarters be separate from where he teaches um, his horrors how to, you know, do the business. Oh, of course. Um, yeah. Because of that, it would be in a smaller place, I assume. But also, I would think that J- because Jakan is um, very charming and brutal Mm -hmm. he sort of has this pride about him where he would not withhold pleasures that he wanted that he would measure as respectable to indulge into from himself if that makes sense yeah oh yeah so i would say that he has um like a two-story oh he's definitely on the second story yeah yeah so i'm penthouse apartment i'm i'm chilling Mm -hmm. so i'm 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 chilling i'm pimping i'm like Yes, see you later, Nila. Like, basically, I'm, see you I'm later. Just getting back. Boy, go do your thing. So let's say that um, you are actually having... We could even... Hmm. So it was my job as the rickshaw... You're to, not a rickshaw to, yet. To draw... To, well, this working is, for you became... This is before oh, you're a rickshaw. This is before I'm mm-hmm. working You're working right for now, me. You're, you're inside of this villainous okay. glory where yeah. you are the, the apprentice of this major pimp. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so we, we start out and I'm like, I'm like, and that's how you turn a trick. Thank you. That's, uh, you're welcome. That's one of many lessons I will be teaching. As uh, the, the starlit night reigns above you and the moon shines brighter than it does on most nights, uh, yes. uh, <laughs> the, the streets are... Quiet. There are not any messengers coming to and forth. It is almost as it should be. All is where it should be, but it seems too idyllic. Yaku! Yes. It seems quiet tonight. Too quiet. Perhaps something. Yaku, I would like you to keep watch at the front door. I will do just that. Wonderful. The so, front entrance. Um, okay, keep watching. <clears throat> many entrances. So many. So, Jakan... Why did I put all these entrances in tunnels? Why are there so many doors? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need but so keep, many more guards Keep watch at the... This, this was a cute bit. 
keep watch at the one and only entrance okay. yeah. to yeah. this place, which is in the front. Okay. Right. I will be at the front. <laughs> at the only entrance. Yes. So you leave the luxurious penthouse filled with uh, different cornucopias of raisin cakes and um, fruits and yeah, and, and different wines that are not supposed to be there because you're in Baghdad. Right. You, know? um, such you go down. I'm partying. Hard. As soon as you walk out, I party. Like that's how. You go down the ivory staircase, and um, the the smells of the different spices and incenses from the penthouse leave your nostrils. You approach the door, and you sort of open the little slit, right? That yep. you that you peer through to um, to do that. To do that. You, there are two armed guards, two Saracens on um, one on each side of the entrance, and they're always stationed there. Um, and one of them says to you, "Young one, does the master have any orders?" No, I was just here to keep watch. All is too quaint tonight. That's what he said. <laughs> um, he yells down from the balcony. That's what I said. <laughs> I, literally, I literally just said that. Yeah. So um, outside, there appears in the night several robed figures, um, and in their hands they have these sackcloth bags, and you see them sort of coming out, and it, and they are in a line, and they sort of are organized, and they're coming from one end of the street all the way to the other end and it seems like they're going towards the center toward you well no it no? seems like they're going past you oh wow okay yeah um and you see this and the guards take notice as well do you want to make a I, I run upstairs and I let my my daddy know okay that there's some suspicious things happening outside I knew it. I said, remember I said? Yeah, it was I too said. quiet. <laughs> yeah. I knew this was what was going to... You sent me downstairs. Yes. They said it was Yes, go quiet. back down and tell them you were right. Make sure those dubious things that are happening are not bad things that are going to happen to us. Okay, so I went down. You run down, and you find that the doors crash open as as you are running down the, the staircase. at this point, right? Back yeah. Back, just... Oh yeah, the, the, flies, the, the flap flies open. There's, there's beads going all over the place. <laughs> well, I don't know. This is like, this is like before Mong. Oh, this is in the era. I think they have like wooden doors and, and like latches and all. Well, oh, I mean, that. you certainly do. You're, he you're peered a out of got the first, didn't he? Say that again. He peared out of cloth. No, I peered first, through though. the. Yeah. I peered through the slide. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. You're slide. Sure. You're Jakar. Right, yeah. Cool. yeah, we right, of course we got yeah. doors. Yeah. Jakar. Um, there's this large shout from several men. Uh, with scimitars drawn, and they say, By Allah, tonight your blood will be spilt upon the soil for the sins you've committed. Yeah. Which I do not like whatsoever. <clears throat> and this is like a roaring of the army. By the caliph, right? Yeah. And um, these men who are inside of these robes, they reveal um, their likenesses, and it is the caliph and the, his wazir and his several sentries um, who bear the crest of the caliphate, right? Mm-hmm. And... Um, the, the guards who were stationed at the door, they come, they say to you, Run! Take Jakan! <laughs> Flee this place! And, um, yeah, what do you do? I, I yell to Jakan. Yes! 
yo, let's bust out of this joint. Now? Yes, now. That stuff that you were worried about happening earlier when you said it, it's happening now. All right, one second. I'm just finishing a raisin cake. No time for that. These are delicious. Now. (laughs) All right, I'm coming. So... All right, and, and Chicago. Where do you go down. if, if so we the, grab the rope? Well, I mean, there's the there's only the one, you know. So where do you go? Is my question. Wait to come. Leave. Um, there's a window. There's all there's a window. Dude, I mean, like you've you've seen Aladdin. Yeah, let's jump, jump out the windows all the time. We can like find. We jump out the window. No, we're jumping out the window. We're landing on those like we're landing on those awning. Are we doing it from the second story? Oh, yeah, right okay. out of your bedroom window. Yes. Come out my window, and then yeah. I'm going to announce our escape plan to everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> As quick, one does. Quick, Yaku! <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So we, you, you come upstairs. Yeah, you grab me. Yep. And you basically Whoa. throw us Here we go, yeah. Go. We boom, land on the thing. We do the little... <laughs> yep. Land on our feet, and we okay. are running. We're running. So, here's the thing. As this takes place, yeah. you crash down... I'm taking off. ...onto the awning, the cloth awning, and mm-hmm. Jaku, or J- Jakan... I'm so glad that Jakan is an NPC and he's never coming back out. Yeah, me too. Uh, Never? I'm gonna die. No, I'm right. He's he's always there. Screw me, though. What happens is you both fall down and uh, Yaku falls on top of Jakan. Okay. And as this takes place, uh, the ankle of his right leg snaps. Oh! And, and you let out that same cry, yep. and there are uh, a vast amount, not like a whole army, you know. Yeah, but there's there's got to be enough to be covert good, of, good these, of these shrouded people who are aligned with the caliph, and they, they see you, and they shout, By Allah! Tonight your blood will be shed. Does there happen to be yeah, a cool. rickshaw nearby? And this is where I find my hidden talent. A rickshaw? Oh, where I throw you in the back and I make the escape. <laughs> and, but, you know, because it's Baghdad way back wherever, whatever time period yeah. we're in, you end up dying of a... Is this, is this what's going to happen? Well, oh, this yeah. is the scene where... Dying where, <laughs> where Jakan dies, right? Okay. But I'm doing my best to get you out. You are doing your best. I get us to okay. safety. Do you actually look for a rickshaw, right? You no, there's one right there. I'm like, there it is. There, there isn't, though. It's, it's no, down a ways. Okay. Oh, I see it. So you got to sprint down and go and grab it. Yeah. Okay. But the thing is, is that that's uh, this hookah place, and there's several stations there, and there's a lot of people around. Some of them are already noticing the debacle that's taking place. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. And I'm still, I'm down on the street. I'm like, I'm like, oh, Yaku. Yeah. Get quick. So you run down to the... I run down. Figure something out. I'm helpless now. I grab that. You see that there are several porters that are at their rickshaws actively. Mm -hmm. um, And they see you coming to steal the rickshaw. So... They just see you coming. They don't know what you're going to do, though. Yeah, they see you coming. Like running. They they, they have an idea. They heard when... They definitely heard you when you cried out in pain. Cunning cunning and wit, man. They're, They're probably rubbernecking, if anything. They're looking at me and I'm like... You know, on the ground. Now, if he's running down, these these guards are going to catch up to me. Like, they're going to get to me by the time he gets to the rickshaw. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, he turns around and, like, what's going on with Jukama? So, you are... Well, tell me what you are trying to do. Oh, I'm pleading. I'm, like... You're pleading. I'm like, like, I swear to Allah, it's, it's only a these are... Angle. I'm just preparing these women to be virgins in the afterlife. I don't know what, what I'm doing. That's <laughs> kind of racy. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Taking any, any like, I, I swear, I, did, I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. This mm. is why I pay some of the gods to not 
You know, because I don't do anything wrong, I just give them money happily. That's <laughs> right. fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm really it. digging a hole here. Mm. Just, yeah, see, yeah, see you're trying there. to make the peace. <laughs> yeah. And get out of get out of jail free. Okay, yeah. Um. So okay, so that's the the action that you take. Mm-hmm. You begin to become surrounded by these guards, yeah, and they are upon you as a as a flood, right? Mm-hmm. And um, as they come, you see that each of them is holding these these sackcloths that are inside. Uh, their hands <laughs> and as they come to you they unhand the thing that is in the sackcloth and you see that they are in fact the severed heads of your prized horse oh no they throw them at your feet oh they take you by their hands who are they grab you away i'm lamenting the lives of these women i obviously have no connection with no the thing is is that no no i'm lying still oh yes. okay. i'm trying to lie i'm trying to lie um, oh, this... Oh, no, I'm horrified. Who is that? Also, literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, with us, sinner, tonight you will die, you know. That whole rhetoric. And then they bring you to the caliph. Sure. You're now surrounded. have to. As this happens, okay. um, you see that he is trying to get the rickshaw okay. for you. And yeah. he's just running over. How's that going for him? Well, my question to you is... Oh, well, okay, yeah. He's, he's getting to the point where he is... Uh, about to rickshaw? steal, okay. yeah, the rickshaw. Are you going to interact with him? What does Jakan say to Yaku here? Does what? Where, where is your mindset? I, I've got, I've got an idea. Uh, he's, he I'll, says, I was, okay, okay, okay. He says, he says, please don't kill me. My my young manservant can be your personal rickshaw driver uh, if you spare my life. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna work. No. But, because look at him down there ready to cart away so you're gonna sell him out oh big time okay yeah. oh yeah yeah save yeah. your skin okay. I mean so, yeah. so as they start brutal man. they all start bombarding certainly his me. services are worthy so wait so what is your intent in saying this to, to save myself I don't okay. care what happens to him now so then clearly they're threatening my life so then would you want to sell him out to the point where like if if you just say that he's probably shouldn't <laughs> he's like your rickshaw guy yeah they would just be like okay I don't care you're the guy but if you were to try to deflect and make sure that you like get a chance to get away you would try to pin him for something that would make them run towards him and away from you right uh y- yeah so what was what would that line be? I I would I would probably say he's it's I'm only a servant. I would say that's the guy. <laughs> well, I would I would say, but but of course, I am, I am his, uh, placeholder, his uh, scapegoat. He has made me out, uh, but I'm an innocent man. Yeah. And you must uh, arrest him. Jeez, I kind of want to kill you myself <laughs> now. <laughs> it was his idea. He said, "Enough with the rickshaws, whores we will have." And I said, "I don't know about this." What if the caliphate? And he was like, no, you get in there and you have those raisin cakes so yeah, and whores. Can... Yeah. <laughs> and I said, please, no more raisin cakes and whores. So at this, um, he obviously sees that you're kind of <laughs> rambling, right? Yeah. Um, but the caliph, he sends a, a good fleet, not like all of them, him. but Does perhaps he like a fourth. Me? Does he even believe me? Well, just in case. He's what a caliphate. Okay. He needs to ask me, at least ask me some questions. Yeah, he's going to question you now. Like, you're probably both going to die, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Now you see, you look back, you see that they that that has happened to him. He has called them out. You can't really hear what he's saying. He's being very loud. Yeah. Um. But 
you see that there are these hooded men, and then you you also were able to see that they're throwing down the heads of these uh, these women onto the dirt, and they're out for blood. And I'm still saying I don't know who they are. But you're pointing at you. <laughs> you do see that he's pointing at you. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know what he said. Oh, yeah, I got, a, I got, I got a the feeling. Ceiling. I have a feeling. Yeah. Oh, cool. Intuition. That's. That's a new skill. Or discernment, rather. That's probably better. <clears throat> discernment. No, intuition is better. Intuition. Yeah. You gained a skill from me lying. You're welcome. That's yeah, I mean, second, I mean, like, hey, I don't. That's the second don't, lesson I will teach you. I don't care if you are my my best friend. If I see a headless whore on the ground, or a, yeah. a, a, the head of a whore on the ground, and someone pointing at me, yeah, you're out. I'm pretty sure you're trying to sell me out. Yeah. So now you've seen that happen. What is your reaction? I say, uh, screw the rickshaw. I'm gonna keep going. So you book it. I book it. it. All right. And that is where we will end this vignette. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, therefore, wait. Did, I thought I'd die. I want. How? Oh, you, you die. die. You got beheaded they in can't front catch of right then. the city. Right no, then. No. Right there. Oh no, they took you. They're gonna I'm cut fine. out your tongue or something. You know, maim you so you can't get away. He's. Even though, I want to say that his last request was a raisin cake because that sounds delicious. <laughs> so. Yeah, but justice was served for for a lot. He tried to order a whore as well, but they were like, nah. <laughs> Just the raisin cake. <laughs> yeah, right. um, so, this was a forming moment in Chicago's your younger sucked, life. Right? I hate that guy. Yeah. That bastard. Um, so you were betrayed by the only father figure that you had. For the third time. Three families now. This is, you got your family that kicked you out. You got an orphanage that you left because she didn't love you fake love. They yep. got Jakan, who sells you out. Yep. Three times, man. You trust, do you can trust, we trust anyone? Issues down as a- so that's what would be a skill, but this is actually your agony. And agonies are the main um, Your agony trauma. is trust. Trust. Yeah. This so, is going to be a fun no, duo. Write, write down as betrayed by my okay. only mentor. Oh, yeah. And um, you'll also get the title of uh, orphan. Yeah. Oh, you get the orphan title? And, well, uh, the thing is, mechanically- that's, Oh, that's a title? Yeah. He's got so much stuff now. Well, dude, we just did like a huge backstory. I know. I know. That's that's a lot. We just yeah. we just have a lot of lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah, that's that's a good amount. What else do we need? Um so this will actually be your agony will be one of the levels that you gain. You'll say survived uh Jakan. That's my title? Yes. Okay. That's your title of renown. Okay. Um, Even though it's <laughs> survived, survived so that douche. Survived. <laughs> survived. <laughs> I'm just gonna spell. You can like write that. it with a Y if you want to. It's already written with an A. Right. <laughs> He's dead anyway. It is. All right. So check this out. So agonies, what they are is they are one of the major um, story uh, stats, right? Is this like okay. your weakness, basically? Yeah, it's like your weakness. Okay. Um, so your flaws are your inherent character flaws, and those are sort of the symptoms of the rue of the agony that happens to you, okay. right? Okay. Um, yeah. So. What you can use them for is to claim hubris. So if any time during play you want to uh, dwell on or you feel like in this moment your character would sort of lapse into their darker self and make decisions either to indulge in the pain of their agony or um, they are tempted by and they end up uh, manifesting their flaws, their character flaws, then you can claim hubris and what that does is... um, if the singer heeds it, 
then you will perform what's called a soliloquy of sin. So you sort of, the, the stage will stop for a second, time will stop, and then you'll sort of recant to us what your uh, thought processes are, what your emotion psyche is going through as you betray um, Ooh. your friends. Oh. And then for doing that mechanically, you get half of your vigor back, which is a, a very important resource. Wow. That's how the bad guys always get away. Oh. Because of their hubris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so I have to be a, I have to be a mean person to In order to do that, yeah. But it the thing is is that um, based on your soliloquy is what sort of determines if you get the health back, you don't always get it back. Okay. So it's kinda like a risk, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. Um so <clears throat> dreams and ideals, meet parents. I would also say that because of this experience, um, you want to be Autonomous. I feel like I'm almost mad at my parents. Wait, so he wants to meet his like parents, but at this point, so that would be another flaw. So it's not. It's not that I want to meet them. It's that I've gone through all this, and I feel like it's their fault. So you resent, uh, resents parents, and resent, um, resents authority. Figures. Yeah, that's yeah, that's basically. what it is. So resents okay. authority. So uh, we were talking about jacuzzi, yeah, dreams and ideals. Oh my god, you guys! It's okay. Fine. So um, we were saying that <laughs> we were going to fight? eschew your desire to like, meet your parents. Is, like one of those things um, is it over here? With a desire to, it's sort of. So you have this this sort of void where you were looking for this relationship and this family. So maybe you want to start a family and break free from um, what you've experienced inside of your young age. And, and this kind of a dream isn't necessarily something that you're always thinking about consciously, but it's in the back of your 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 deepest self. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like even though you are, you know, a street rap, street street rap, riff rap, okay. right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're also, that. even though you're you're doing all of these things, you're doing it so you can build something in in your subconscious to get to that ends. Does that make sense? Is that something that you jive on, or do you want to do something different? You let me know. That's fine. Okay. This is, so yeah. then you can cross out meet parents to um, build a true family. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good one. True. We've already got a forgotten dream on here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty sick. Yeah, um, I like it. So in spite of that, though, Jakku really was your only father figure. And... Jakan. Jakan. Dang it, you guys. Uh, <laughs> Jakan was your only father figure, and even though at the end um, you know what he did instinctively, you you still sort of... He still rubbed off on you so much, mm. right? Yeah, I still kind of, like, see, you know... I still... Uh, you idolize him. I idolized, still, I idolized him, and I let him influence me so much that I've kind of become that. You're remembering the good, forgetting the bad. Exactly. That's a thing that happens. I'm, yeah, I'm holding. I'm holding on to what I loved about him and mm-hmm. letting just forgetting him. Mm-hmm. And I think that his imprint upon your just young soul mm-hmm. um, really molded you in a in a specific way. And I think that um, some of your ideals is really what we're getting towards here. Is that you? Um, well, well, actually, you tell me what what aspects of Jakan. Did you subconsciously find yourself um, employing his his? What did I? What did I? What was I? His charm, into? his brutality, his logistics. Yes, I thought his his charisma was 
Charisma. Yes. Okay. Charm. So write that so down charisma. as your ideal there. All right. So <laughs> charisma and then... Logistics? Did you like his logistics? He knew how to run things. So yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's... that's business mindset. Who said it? He was sly. Charm. Charm. Sly. We'll just call it that. Yeah. He's, he's already got the cunning and wit. The muse is going to love him. <laughs> right. The muse is going to love me. Trade by father. Uh, restart. I, I shorthand everything. I'm sorry. What are, uh, was that there? It was it was betrayed by a mentor, and that was I don't I don't remember. I jotted it down. Oh, angry! Me. You're angry at your parents. Remember? You're resent. Oh, resent. 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 Okay. Your abandonment. Sorry, let me yeah. rewrite it now that I have yeah. like more time. So now. Um, there we go. Let's say that you also took on some of Jakan's flaws, right? I think at first, one of your flaws is that you have a poverty mindset. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, well, actually, no, because if if Jakan was such a successful businessman, even though he was nefarious, um, he knew what happened, and you definitely tasted the cream of the crop of what Baghdad had to offer. Right? Yeah. So maybe because you came from a, an orphan with nothing background, when you tasted all of those luxuries... Um, you want more. You want, yeah. A little bit of greed mm-hmm. going on there. Avarice. Avarice. What, yeah. how, what do you think about that? What, do you think that Jakku is avaricious? And also, the thing is, is here, I'm giving you a lot of ideas. Feel free to shut any of them down. But the reason why I'm sort of prompting you and bringing you in this direction is so that you can find out the character that you want to play that sort of doesn't grind your gears, but the, the opposite of that. Right? Yeah. Oh, I'm all about this character. Okay. No, it's good. So would you say that one of your flaws is... Uh, indulgence. Um, I would say so. Okay. Awesome. Put it down. Put her there, man. Is indulgence is with wow. an A or an E? You went heavy on that accent. It's in my blood. Put her down. <laughs> Put her down. Uh, uh, I think it's an. A, I have borderline dyslexia here, so I'm just gonna do what I think it is. Yeah. Write that down as a flaw too, right? Borderline dyslexia. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, you know, borderline dyslexia is a flaw of Yaku. Right? <laughs> he's reading and he's like, oh, I write backwards. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you have three pretty great social skills. You were of this pseudo erudite class where um, you're able to make things happen for yourself. Mm. Because you're surrounded by these people that Jakan employed. I don't know if you ever actually handled physical altercations on your own. But except... Well, this isn't the end of the story. <laughs> so, I don't think we'll do another vin yet for Jakku at this juncture. We talked about that in the chat this week. Yes. If right. you want to do more vignettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because we want to like, we'll get to... We'll speed things along. Yeah, we'll that's what I'm saying. Here. Let's get this set up. But we got to finish you right here. Okay. So I think that during your rickshaw business, you sort of, even though you still idolized uh, Jakan at a uh, a deep, like subconscious level, um, you wanted to walk away and distance yourself from um, his lifestyle that drew the attention of the wrath of. I I think because there's, I think because there's been so much uh, like just like dishonesty and in yeah. my life mm-hmm. I want to take away the good things that I saw in him and make an honest life out of myself I want the family I want real respect mm-hmm. not fear yeah. so you want I don't a want functioning ex- business but you want a good business yeah I don't, legitimate the thing is is, 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 is that Jakan was respected because he was feared mm-hmm. I want to be respected due to love not due to fear 
Write that down. Oh, then. yeah. Desire is respect out of... L- love, not fear. Love, respect not fear. Respect yeah. out of love, not fear. Okay. So the end of your tale must have this functioning relationship with Mashan. Mashu. 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 Mashru. Like mushroom, but without the M. Gotcha. Mashu. Um, where you end up doing these dirty deeds for him because it benefits you either fiscally or in some other way that is mm. fiscal. Perhaps even um, because you're a prize fighter, mm-hmm. you're sort of indwelt in this other um, underworld niche oh, of yeah. business. Oh, yeah. You are time. also able to indulge in those same things Dude, that he used to. I bet on myself to win. <laughs> yeah. That's who I am. And then, yeah. and then you pay him. I'm cunning, man. So oh, maybe yeah. you... At least in that version of the world. I don't know how I am in this exactly. one. We haven't even gotten there yet. So maybe you invite him to every single after party. No, you know what I do? I pay him well. He's yes. part of the purse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why he's doing deeds for me. Okay. Because he's getting that cheddar on the side. Gotcha. Yeah. He gets... Oh, hey, my opponent, uh, his rickshaw got... D- the rickshaw that picks him up for his uh, fights got destroyed. Off. I guess you're gonna have to go get him, Yaku. You know, wink, wink. I can be late. Yep. I can make not only not bad. You, you show up late. You, you poison him, right? Yeah. You're you're gonna get real dirty with. It. You put like you put like little barbs right on the seat with poison on them, and they're right. like, oh crap. He sits down. Oh, oh I sat oh, down. So you're like, oh, must have been a stone. Yeah, my apologies, my yeah, apologies. Yeah. Apologies. And so, you bring him, and he like gets into the ring, and I'm like, we're going at it. And he's and like, he's like, so yeah. You, so you die. You, you hit him with that one punch right before he falls over. Steampunk arm, too. Steampunk arm, yeah. Megalobox. Well, oh, no, this is your world. I have normal arms. So he makes it look natural. All right, so check this out, right? I have normal arms in that world. You also have the skill of... Thieving, so write that down because you are a thief, mm-hmm. and um, I would also say that you have um, herbalism as a skill if you're a poison. I was gonna right? say that too. I was gonna Jesus! say that too. Um, and that'll be your skill set. GMs unite. Yeah. All right. So then my question to you is, which out of these do you feel is your best? I'm spelling skill? everything wrong, by the way. It's all right. Like, uh, that's fine. That's fine. Manipulation, Distracted. bartering, intuition. Um, Thieving or herbalism. I would feel like manipulation would be your best skill, wouldn't it? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty. I would. I would say like. You can talk your way out. I would well. say yeah. I'm. I'm pretty. Uh, so this is your forte. So if you want to write F on the side of the notes here. Right here. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, and because of that, it gives you full reach. Should I make instead like a little line here? To- yeah, we'll give we'll give I'll I'll like we'll help you do that up later. later. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll do it in post. Indeed, <laughs> I think that <laughs> we're almost done. Um, so we have statuses here. Yeah, I think we're good for now with Jakku. We got okay. who you are. We figured Let's, out yeah. all of that. Oh my god, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry you, guys. you know what? I'm gonna say it quietly. <laughs> no, yeah. no. There's gonna be Jaku like now. just just a bunch <laughs> of notes on the podcast. Yeah. We got our first meme, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's yuck. So uh, now we go from semi-normal Baghdad to 
steampunk Baghdad. Oh, it's glorious. I've been imagining it the whole time. <laughs> Tell me about steampunk Baghdad. Um, same thing. Dude, steampunk. Dude, Baghdad, <laughs> Baghdad sits on a bed of crude oil. So, like, we're talking, All like, right. this is, like, the hotbed for steampunk it culture. Smel- it smells like, like sneakers. It's cool to cut off a finger and get a steampunk one in this. <laughs> you know, like, like, people get jewelry uh, that has springs in it, you know, like... Watches yeah, have been invented. It's almost like like the more gears you have on your watch, the better, and that's why people started getting the steampunk arms just to like show off their glorious like geared up watches. Yeah, yeah. right. They've got like, dude, I'm we're talking like telescopes are bonkers. Mm. Like, um, instead of trebuchets, they have like the first like steam powered propulsion <laughs> catapults. You know, so yeah, it's like yeah. more like a shot put than a trebuchet. Right? Yeah, sure. So it's just like. Like, right, like that's ultimate pinball. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, dude. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. Um, like, I've been thinking about getting a new arm. Whatever. And prize <laughs> prize fighting is like everything, dude. If you're a prize fighter, ultimate celebrity. You are, yeah. You are like you are ultimate fighter. Mm. Ultimate celebrity. Yeah. So I have a, sure. a like, kind of deep question for you, mm-hmm. and you can go as light or as depthful as you feel about it. How does this is for mushroom? Yes. Okay. How well for steampunk Baghdad? So we understand okay. mushroom. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about. It. Um, how That's does Islam and this this technological revolution intersect, and how does the religious class, uh, like the imams and, and the devoted... Oh, dude. This, that's why this how do they is look the at? holy land. Okay. You know? Like, like let's say Muhammad came down from the mountain, yeah. right? And he yeah. stepped on the wrong spot, and uh-huh. up came some bubbling crude. Sure. Right? Okay. So, like, oh, that's, that's part of their religion, almost. <laughs> so much hate mail. worship. Whatever. Just, <laughs> it's okay. I, just, just, I know I combined the Beverly Hillbillies and Muhammad <laughs> in the same thing. So what? We're a target now. Okay. okay. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, uh, like, like it's part of, like, part of their riches mm-hmm. that they want to, you know, keep yeah. for them. Like, that's why Baghdad is where it is. Like mm-hmm. they're like, this couldn't be coincidence that Baghdad's here. Yeah. You know. Okay. Like we obviously made a, this on the Holy Land. Manifestation of, of Allah. Oh, of yeah. Allah's blessing. It's His blood. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Said. Yeah. So the then the religious class does not shun uh, the technological revolution. However, no, they embrace it. They embrace it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then uh, would you also say that? Um, that even in spite of that... I'm going to say that, you know, like, classic history, right? Mm. They shunned it in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Then they saw the good it could do yeah. for the religion. Like metal music and Jesus. Embraced it, right? <laughs> yep. Em- they brought it in. They were like, they were like, you know what? You can do a... a Allah's doing a lot through you guys. You yeah. know? They were mm-hmm. like, they are like, he's, uh, he's, he's giving... Look at all these blessings that we now have because of the steampunk, you know? So then, um, I have this... Cool idea that just popped in my head, okay. and I'm gonna run it by you. Yeah. So what if um, either the name of your mechanical arm or the guy who made your mechanical arm, his like street name is the Jin. I love it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And that might change. No, 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 no. Everybody's talking no, about no, no, the Jin. No. The Jin no. is a highly respected so, surgeon. So they, that's his nickname yeah. because out of he basically grants you like bionic wishes. His right? real name's Jakku. Right, and and like a Jin. The, you know, like, if you get doctored up by this guy, mm-hmm. you're obviously, you're sacrificing something of yourself. So it's very much like a djinn. So that's why they call him the djinn. So and I went to him because I knew that I needed that upper hand. Uh, in so another thing. 
Um, drawing on like 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 a thousand and one nights, right? Yeah. So yeah. a lot of the gene Ginny, sorry, in there are like these really brutal figures who put up ultimatums to people. Is like, you oh, did this yeah. to me, you're gonna die. I'm gonna kill your family. Right? Oh yeah, like that kind of stuff. Um, and I think that for this, let's say, uh, very highly respected, highly sought after. Um, steampunk magician designer as it were yeah um, he only works with people who can like survive a gauntlet or something like that Ooh, you have to yeah. prove yourself I had, I had to survive the gauntlet to mm. get the gauntlet yes you had, you had okay. to prove yourself so that like would be that your first title of renown survived the jinn's gauntlet okay All right, basically cool. it's like a, like an American idol you have to get you have to like prove yourself to yeah. get to become you know I love it. I, I love it, honestly. Yeah. So, um, okay. what was the last phase of the gauntlet? What was the climax of, of the, the death? Oh, oh dude. The, so, when you, when you get to the end, like, the whole way, you're fighting, like, tooth and nail, right? Mm-hmm. You're actually fighting people mm-hmm. who have the ability to fight you back. You have to, it's always win by death, right? Yeah. Oh, because it's a prize fight. Yeah. There's nothing more prize than having your life at the end of it. Mm-hmm. So it's always win by death. When you get to the final phase, he's tied up a loved one, and you have to kill them. Is this what you did? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. To get that arm, yeah, to become a prize fighter. Who was this was loved cool. one? I don't. You're you're the GM, man. You you tell me. No, you. you no, no, no. Okay. No, I I want you to tell me, and I'm gonna deal with the consequences. Knowing of this, it. you're you're helping it's your me be father. trusted. Perfect. You came Whoa, from. I have the opposite issue. You have. You I can't killed trust my father. <laughs> you came from a very devoted family. Okay. Perfect. You, yeah. Why did of you course. become the black sheep? Why did you tr- go down this path? Oh, because they 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 were like he got they were humble. They were you happy respected with where they your were. father though. So to kill him was a very very hard thing for you to do. Well, to kill yeah, it was hard because he was the person who told me that I shouldn't go into prize fighting. Yeah, but if you seen his arm, it was all worth it. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have the arm yet. <laughs> you gotta no, 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 kill no, no, your father yeah. by punching oh, yeah. him to death. Yeah, but but what he does is so he puts he he'll tie them up on a stake, the gin. Mm-hmm. Like when you get to that final like little portion of his gauntlet, he's got your loved one tied up to a stake, but like he hasn't gagged them, so they can still like plead for this their is life why from I told you. you not to join yeah, the yeah, yeah. This is what would. Happen. Oh yeah, and and the the best part is like he like basically you know like I go in there and yeah. the gin like pulls the sack off his head and it's my dad you know. All right, hold like, on, so, okay, pause. Sorry. We're gonna play through this scene right now. Oh, this is this okay. Is All right, so you're so heavy. Mashru. Okay. You're gonna be his dad. Oh my I'm god. I'm gonna be the gin. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. So um. Okay. Give me a very, 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 very quick rundown of the other trials that you've come through. Oh, dude, us. totally. Bed of hot coals. Yeah. But it, but like hotter than the normal hot coals. <laughs> like, cause you've seen the guys who do the trick hot these coals, right? Coals. These ones, no, these <laughs> ones, like, there's like, like it's like, it actually like bur- scars your feet for life. Yeah. So yeah, you know? that's gonna be one of your statuses. So that means scarred that you're going to, um, it's not just scarred feet. It's going to be like grafted skin we'll have to find a better word than scarred but re- for right now scarred feet is what it is let's put uh uh, uh ravaged right? yeah or, or uh they're gonna it's gonna be um, a bonus for you okay yeah it's gonna be all scarred over so like, okay so let's let's whatever. say graft grafted feet grafted yeah feet. grafted that's, feet that's fine. okay mm-hmm. so we got grafted feet oh i love this character already <laughs> <laughs> um okay you also uh bringing it back 
you notice how this creative process brings out um, results that we would have not had otherwise if yeah. we didn't actually go through it like this. But what's, yeah, I, obviously. Mm. Um, but what's cool, okay, so what's cool about the grafted feet is, so each part of the gauntlet changes you a little bit. Yeah. But in a way that would be good for a fighter. Because if you don't have nerve endings on the bottom of your feet, you can kick harder. All right, right. so let's say there are four trials. Okay. That was the first one. What's the second one? Uh, the second one is you have to uh, hold two ice blocks out with your hands. Very good, very good. Like, basically proving, yeah, proving that you can do this. Like, it just wears you down, until right? They, until they like, melt. Yeah, you have to do it until the gin says For all stop. of Ramadan. No, no, no. no until the, the whole Ramadan. Melts. Yeah, you have until to do it until it melts. melts. Mm. So yeah. you've got these two... You like have to hold 10 them pound ice blocks. Okay. And you have to hold them until the ice melts. But they do get lighter. And it juices. <laughs> oh, they do. But they feel but like you're. But the, Let's say that somebody's flogging you while it's happening because he's with the a gin. Sh- with a scourge? Yeah. Oh, it's a scarred back too. Mm-hmm. So. But it, that wouldn't really give you like a carapace. No, no, no. no. That just makes you look but yeah, more but no, intimidating. Like, you're just the whole time. So now you have frostbite. And you don't know when they're whipping you. Right. Yeah. 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 I, is there frostbite? I mean, no, you could have nerve damage in your hands. Yeah, you yeah punch harder. Yeah, the, the hand that remains. But no, that's that's part of the the training. So what is the the third trial before um, you slay your father? Oh, the third one. You're super tired, mm-hmm. and they immediately throw like an like a veteran prize fighter at you. Like they throw like someone who lost a fight. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So they throw them at you. They're Maybe dishonored. he's the, a little bit brutalized. Or no, wait, because if you lose it's, a fight, it's, you die. It's, it's, it's someone. Yeah, it's it's someone. No, no, no. They take the last person who attempted the gauntlet and failed, and throw if them you at fail you the gauntlet, fight for your life. You yes. work for the gauntlet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you yeah. fail the, the gauntlet, you, you work, work for, for the gauntlet. gauntlet. Yeah, absolutely. So this person who failed the gauntlet, they basically like let them out, and they haven't been feeding them. And if they them. win, then they it's like, like you know redemption. like like they basically they've been like like they've been like stabbing at the guy while he's in his like cage, you know, and like yeah. like getting him. They're like, dude, you better you better kill this guy or else you're never getting out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And so he comes out like a wild animal. And it's you're like, like I'm so fish. sore and my feet are like messed up and your hands are like and you still have to like muster the strength and willpower to, to like kill take this, guy. this guy down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we'll begin the scene right after you dispatch the man who failed before you. Okay. What was his name? The uh, they don't tell you. Okay. No, they, how they don't you, give them. How a name. did you kill him? They don't give them a name because it, it like gets your mind. Yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're because you'll be the nameless. How did I kill him? Before he came. Yeah. In. How did I kill him? How did you kill him? Yeah. Oh. Uh, the eyes. Thrones. You ever seen Game the of Thrones? Eyes? I didn't crush his head, but but let's say let's say, oh that's a good one though. Your hands. No, no. Let's you. say let's say like he I I didn't have a lot of strength and this guy like got me on the ground right yeah and then all of a sudden my instincts kicked in like adrenaline took over mm. and I grabbed him by the face and just pressed in until my yeah. fingers were in his brain yeah and like you know he was trying to get me off but like I had like a death grip on his head and just like like pierced in and then like he falls over in pain and I I get up and with my like messed up bloodied foot I just stomped on his throat. Curb stomp his throat. I stomped his throat. Okay. Yeah. And just like he just and I'm like at least you made it fast. And I was like (sighs) So um, I do think that so I guess this is a status but at the same time it's it's purely cosmetic. Um, The one hand that you do have that remained from the ice thing it is black because like frost frost. Grafted feet black hand 
Steampunk arm. It's like, it's like you always have a glove on. But it's, yeah, oh, it's love it. Black hand. Okay. <clears throat> you could get like a sparkly Michael Jackson glove if you want. Who wants to sparkles when you got the black? Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. It looks flaky. Like so, every once in a while, you piece, a piece of jerky to something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you eat in your own hand every now and then. Like a like a little salt, a little like a maggot, like right? Little, it's a little uh, dip your hand and catch up. A little baba ganoush. Uh, <laughs> little old bay. Um, yeah. So, you walk forward from you walk forward through. They open the, the, gate. the beam. Yeah, yeah. The you beams know. come forth. You walk forward. And I'm just, I'm just exhausted. You see this quite humble um, and quaint room before you in this rectangular shape. There's only one light fixture, and it is uh, in the center is a lamp that shines down and it shines above the stake to which there oh, is... they have lamps, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, there is... <laughs> Spotlight. What do you think this Spotlight. is? Spotlight. Spotlight. <laughs> Boom. Right on it. Just like... So... So I, I would stumble in and I think as, as Mashru, I would I would be like... I'd be like, Jin! What is this? This is your baptism, whelp. You reached your final trial. If you can accomplish what only the soulless may, you'll have access to my greatest treasures. Either way, your soul is rendered unto me. What must I do? He rips off the veil of the person that is... I'm your dad now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he rips Does that off... be our first meme? I'm your dad now. <laughs> I'm your dad now. All right, sorry. I'm your dad now. I'm your dad, I'm your dad now. <laughs> I'm your dad now. Like, right. Whenever you wear a backwards hat, you're the dad now. Mask is off. I'm your dad now. All right. Okay. My son. My son, this is what I warned you about. What? What is this? Except I'm crying way more. What? Yeah. What do I? What do I have to do? Have you not heard the rumors? Are you spineless? How could one with such a soft mind bear my wealth? What? Destroy him. Destroy. You can turn back now. I mean, you can. You'll end up fighting the next guy. You have no choice. Your soul is mine. Destroy him. No, destroy him. I'm gonna say, like, right, like, this is where, like, Mashru, he kind of, like, he kneels down, and he looks at his, like, black hand, and he's, like, bleeding and sweating, and he, like, that other guy was choking him, and he's sore, and he's just, like, and like he can he can tell like how serious both of the people are. Yeah. And Mashru gets up and he he looks at um he looks at the the djinn's like standing by his dad, right? He just yeah, he's standing he looks, right next to him. He looks at the djinn and he he gets up and he walks all the way up to the djinn and he's like face to face with him. And the dad so his dad's like right next to him. Yeah, right? yeah. And like as he's face to face with him, he like reaches out and he grabs his dad's neck mm-hmm. with like the one arm and even though it's like so so sore and messed up he just takes his head no and he, he starts bending it backwards until the neck snaps like he's just staring the chin down okay and, yeah he's he just can't. like he's and he's crying though yeah. like he's like mm-hmm. yep and just so okay that's happening what are your last words to your son as he kills you like bending your neck back like you know what's going to happen. This is your son who you love. Do you, you went down a deep, oh. 
Do you curse him? No, I don't curse you because you're my son and I love you. Oh, that's worse. But I want. <laughs> yes. worse. That is a curse. I curse you with my love with my last <laughs> dying breath. I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, that's what I was no. gonna say. No, sorry. I'm not mad. I'm just. No, this is what I said. Say it. My son, you've stepped into the void. <laughs> There's no coming out of that. He's Very good. No return. Awesome. So He's lost himself. That was a great yeah. vignette. You're gone. Yeah. Now, what yeah. I want from you is a soliloquy. Tell us why you chose to make this decision. You've come all this way, obviously, but what was going through your head that made it so that how you executed this final juncture in the manner that you did take place. Um, okay. Um, I'm gonna, so I'm just gonna like, this is a little weird, I'm just gonna, it's like a monologue. Right? Yeah. Uh, You're so, a thespian. So his, so his inner voice. Yeah. Right? So Mashru's inner voice would be, um, uh, oh, this is, this is a tough one. Um, I think he would, he would say, every step that has brought me down this path has led me to a place where I can no longer stop. The two men before me are both my past and my future, and I carry the scars of both. Let, I, let me curse the hand with which I kill and praise the one that I am left. So you cut the hand. Yeah! You cut the hand off that you killed your father with. You know it. In That's a, what I was in going attempts, for. In attempts. Oh yeah! As soon as he does that. <laughs> yes. Yes. In attempts to get rid of that guilt. Yes. You cut it off. Oh, because he can't handle it. Shakespearean, no baby. We're oh. Shakespearean. Oh He's yeah. like out, out, foul spot, but it, that spots his whole hand. Yeah. Yes. That's where the arm comes from. He's just like he can't handle this this hand and this arm. Like he, it's almost it's almost like when he says the void. It's almost like it doesn't even exist anymore anyway mm-hmm. to him. Like he's like he, he lost the thing that took away his past. Your nerves so that have been he could so have dead his future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, love it. So okay. Um, this informed us hell of a lot of Excellent. many things. Okay. Yeah. One. Thanks. Um, what is your dream that you would betray I'm your dead, dead good though humble family life? Uh, to walk down this dark path that is shunned. Oh, it, it, he wanted the taboo. His family didn't want him to be a prize fighter, but he loved prize fighters. Mm-hmm. Like, he wanted to be the thing he loved, and they kept saying, you can't be, you don't understand what it takes. Like, mm-hmm. you don't understand that life. You know, and all he saw was the glory. Like, he wanted pride and glory. Like Those are your ideals, pride and glory. He okay. didn't understand that the, the heart, the, the road of being a musician was not just being a rock star and having fun. It was also there's a there's a huge toll that it takes. Oh yeah. But when you're a kid and you're learning how to play guitar, yeah, you, you don't, don't see that. No, you don't. You just yeah. you just see the stage. You, yeah. you see that, and oh, that's yeah. what you saw. Yeah. You saw yeah, all he saw. All he, he saw the lonely road. He saw yeah. the fame yeah. and the cheering. And not only that, like he only paid attention to the guys who won. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't even thinking what happened to the guys who lost. He was just like, I want to be the guy who wins. So then, that's why I, I want to win. Would you say that you are? Um, idealistic to a fault. Oh yeah. So that is one of your sure. flaws. Okay. <clears throat> that's no. That's in the next segment. Oh, there. oh yeah. Oops. 
Perhaps, I'm making that a dream. Perhaps dangerous. <laughs> Ideals. Idealistic to a fault. Dangerously confident. Would would yes, you say that's confident. another flaw? Oh yeah. Okay. Like I, when I claim hubris, I'm literally cl- claiming hubris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so then, if pride and glory are your ideals, what would the statement of your soul's dream be if it were to vocalize? What's that? Like, like, what is your Martin Luther King dream as Mashru? Oh, Mashru's dream is to be the best prize fighter. He is to be the he he sees the guys who win and mm-hmm. he only he all he sees is himself mm-hmm. in every guy who won even if the guy who won the previous week lost the next week he didn't pay attention to him he was just like i'm that guy i'm the guy who wins like so then would you say that instead of simply he wants to be a champion that's his dream his dream is he's the champion to like, become the champion queen, queen said we are the champions mashru said i am the champion so write that down as your dream to become the only champion to become champion supreme. Idolizes Freddie Mercury. Champion supreme. There you to go. To become champion supreme. Then, supreme. I would say that one of your flaws isn't simply just dangerous confidence, mm-hmm. but rather it is, in fact, megalomania. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to replace pride with mega, like hubris yeah. with megalomania. Um, okay. So yeah, we just went through a very visceral vignette, right? Mm-hmm. Um, would you say that that is your core agony, or was was the shunning of your initial dream and desire of um, of your beloved? I think his core agony is fear of the void that his father mentioned, like like the thing he's a like like when his dad said that he was both like I'm never gonna be in that void, mm-hmm. and that's why like part of the reason he's like nope I'm getting rid of it. Like, cause he's like, I'm never gonna be there. Awesome. I'm the, gonna be at the top. Awesome. The void is the bottom. He was he was never scared of losing. Yeah. Until until then. Until then. Yeah. So, so then, thanks. Right down. Cursed by father, um, running from the void or something that if if you have something that rings better to you. Okay. We just have to remember it so that we can, like you know, use it. Mm-hmm. And you know what's really awesome about this too is that when you enter Wellnosk, the portal by which you enter is in fact. A void. So no. Yeah. Oh this no. Make for really oh, it's gonna be a nightmare for him. Scene. Oh god. Um, oh. So that's really great. Yeah. So this means that um, we got some skill. Yeah, I would say that you can either have martial art or underhand as your. Um, What's underhand? Underhand me, is essentially is. brawling, um, school of hard knocks, oh, bar dude, fights. Underhand. Okay. Underhand. That's how he became such a good champion. Mm-hmm. It in, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and Steampunk Bad Death is he was, he wasn't he wasn't like he's not like the glorious fighter. Although he takes the glory by winning, he was a dirty fighter. Awesome. Oh yeah. So then that is definitely your uh, best skill. Okay. All right. So put F. Mm-hmm. There. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, what drove you to employ? a poisoner to rig your games if you were the best around perhaps you lost a match right oh, that's no 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 if no. you lose you die okay it's it he he eventually got to the point where he was like you know what um in order to keep this going 
I'm I'm gonna have to start rigging these. Like he oh, saw it was a he saw the, the people coming up, mm-hmm. and he saw that they had taken note of like his steampunk arm. You had way too and many they were like, calls. They were they were getting doctored up too. Like they were getting ready to come. Yeah, I've had close. Had I had a close, close call. Calls. That's what it was. I had a close call. I had a close call. I kept I getting closer lost. and closer, and the window I almost kept lost getting the match. smaller and smaller. What was the name of the fighter? Who you almost lost the match? Um, Jukan. <laughs> no, J- Jukan. Uh, no. Um, that would actually be a pretty good twist. Uh, it, he went. He went by the name um, uh, Prush Khalifa. Write that down. Okay. Nearly lost. Where? This, this is your title. Nearly lost hmm. to Prush Khalifa. Okay. Nearly lost to Prush. Okay. Okay. Um, and then your first title is Survive the Gauntlet mm-hmm. of the Jinn. Okay. So that brings you to level three. Okay. Now, what other skills would you have developed throughout this process? Uh, theatrics. You okay. got to perform for the crowd. After showman. You, after, you, after you win, mm-hmm. you know? And one thing that he would do is, you know, he would definitely make a show of winning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some, like... Some of the opponents, like, if the opponent had a name, like, that was associated with having, like, a strong foot, he'd, like, remove a foot and mm-hmm. throw it into the crowd, you know? Yeah, so awesome. Like yeah. So then put down theatrics. Okay. Also, I think you would also have the, uh, the flaw of being brutal. Okay. Brutality? Yes. Okay. Because gore is literally a part of oh, yeah. your job. Oh, yeah. Like, like, it doesn't phase you. Yeah, brutality is... Yeah, he's he'll sometimes not think about it and go a little... This too will hard. also give you uh, one point of grit. Oh, all right. Cool. And that's kind of a... I got a grit point. ...damage reduction thing when you become wounded yeah. that makes it so that you don't just die. Ooh, I like that. <clears throat> um, let's say that you have one more skill on you. Okay. Um, you can also buy more if you would like to... Um, add further no, blemishes let's, to your Let's character. give him one more. What, what, do you, what do you guys think that a prize fighter would have as a skill? Um, well, I, we've, we've delved down the prize fighter. Is there a skill so far? Intimidation. Mm-hmm. Okay, that Intimidation. works. Intimidation. Sure. Yep. But I guess what I would like to know is more about your family life and the values that they instilled in you and like maybe the trade that your father did or maybe there was something along the way that you picked up that, that didn't leave with the void right? oh, as you cut off the uh, his oh his family they so opposite of his mm. super tight knit yeah yeah they they uh, com- companionship was next to godliness for them okay you know being there for the hum- for the everyday people being there for the everything that are your family mind. being there for your family that was what they instilled in him was like being there for your family and he never thought that becoming a prize fighter meant killing a family member so write down family as part of your one of your ideals oh wow we both have family as an ideal great um so tell me so we're almost done yep the only thing we really have left is your inventory you obviously have um this souped up Mechanical arm. Yep, mechanical arm. Tell me about that arm. It's 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 a heavy weapon, so you write down heavy next okay. to it. I would imagine it's kind of like the jaws of life, but like as an arm, just like yeah, you know, like super hydraulic. But explain to me the features. So, in in very like Baghdadian fashion, mm. uh, each 
each finger kind of has like its own little uh, not like I don't want to say like jewel but it's got like some intricacy like some some engraving yeah or you know like a religious symbol mm. on it or you know one of the like the, like the the pinky the pinky has like what like the carving on it almost makes it look like a pinky ring very you know? good yeah right right, right. Um, like, yeah he's got some calligraphy on it he's got some blood. uh the the part that leads up to his forearm has like a like a piston mm. in it and it, it was almost like like when he would get halfway through a punch the piston would kind of like kick in so kick it's kind of like that extra like like real fast like yeah yeah so there's punches pack that little extra horsepower mm-hmm. he has Very one good. he has a one horsepower punch that's pretty crazy yeah that's a horse that's a whole horse that's a whole horse behind a punch yeah yeah um that's great I think that is where we can leave off for now gentlemen yeah. I'm, I'm very right. excited for this campaign me too it's gonna be great can't wait to throw you into my magical hellscape yeah. realm ooh magical hellscape yeah. yeah I'm gonna study myself and yeah become yeah maybe I'll come in with a little outfit um, so anyways I'm just gonna keep wearing tank tops because yeah, I'm a you prize fighter that's please do just tank tops yeah. every week you know, funny, I was gonna wear a very 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 similar oh I did wear like an appropriate wear... tank top yeah for this. I was going to wear a very similar tank top alright I, I love wear, it don't wear that one okay. alright gents <laughs> because this is the three scald saga okay um, we each have music projects either on the horizon or coming or stuff that we've done yeah um, I would like for each of you to state your actual name and then your character's name and then tell us where we can find your stuff or what you're working on and when we can find it. Okay. Um, my name is Jake. My character is Yaku. Mm-hmm. And I've been in several music projects. Uh, the most recent one was called Tell Keller. You can get it on uh, Spotify, uh, YouTube, everywhere. Just... Check made out. in America, right? Is that the, made in America the single is, uh, premiere? That yeah. was one of them, yeah. The Fool, Made in America. We put up a cover of uh, Sex and Candy by Marcy Playground. Mm. Ooh, nice. It's so That's good, a good too. One. It sucks because none of these people will ever see I'm, your I'm live actually, covers. I'm going to go check it out. Check After it out. This, yeah. Probably enjoy it. I will. We can watch it when we're, we're done with this. Yeah. Um, uh, my name's Kevin Miner. I'm playing Mashru. Uh... I am currently working on a project with some friends that we all know locally. Um, we're playing some really cool thrash metal. Mm. Uh, the name of the project we all agreed on is Hollow Atlas. Oh, uh, yeah. We have yet to release it. Like, Ben's actually, he's been doctoring up um, oh. the first track. His you guys ben? have kind of heard no, it. Ben, ben no, 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 Ben Jennings. Oh, no, um, you, have you guys heard the first track? That we no. Yet? Okay, I'll play it for you guys. Please do. Um, Please do. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. It's probably one of the most ambitious things I've done musically in a long time. Can we find anything Very exciting. for Hollow Not yet, not yet. Uh, when we Soon. can, I'll plug that. Um, but also, this is going to be like three up. months out. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, well, uh, by the time they can find something, I'm sure it's going to be YouTube, Spotify, you know. Everywhere. Hollow Atlas. Hollow Atlas. Awesome. Yeah. And I myself am Drew Cochran. Uh, right now my main project is The Epic of Dreams. Um, you can buy it at exaltedfuneral.com. Uh, go to products. It's one of the newer ones, um, The Epic of Dreams. And it's uh, it's been fun. 
It's been fun. It's continuing to be fun. Yeah. Seriously. This is fast. We'll see you next time. And until then, may your sagas be saga y. Awesome. This is a work <laughs> this is a work in progress. Yeah, we'll let's, we'll, let's try two more tags. Okay. Let's okay, try two okay. more tags. Give me two. <laughs> uh, until then. Until then, may your sagas be everlasting. Yeah, that was better. We don't even need to do another one. That was okay. great. May your sagas be everlasting. It's kind I of like, like an oxymoron, though, because like okay, yeah. Uh, until until then, then, okay. Until then, may your sagas be, be triumphant. Well, I was gonna say vicious, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, try. May your sagas be epic. <gasps> That's kind of cheese, though. Yeah, okay. but it's yeah. in the name. All right, yeah. all right. Let's let Drew give us one more for today. We're so, gonna find the so right not one. Not vicious. We get to do so many. So, so we're but not landing on sagas you, you do be full of epic dreams. You finish it with one last one and we'll call dreams. All right. Until then. Until then, may your sagas be vehement and glorious. <laughs> All right. Love it. Hi, right, boys.